Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Don't be nervous. It's okay. Don't... Hey, everybody. We're live. Oh Welcome What's going to on? Uh, Making It. Now, this is on, on the I Like to Make Stuff channel. I have a feeling that there's a good percentage of people watching who have no idea what this is about. So, Perfect. David, tell us what this is about for everybody who doesn't this... know what making it is. The three of us, we have a podcast. We've been doing it for five years, four years, five years, five years. Five. Five years. <laughs> uh, it's months. as long as I've been married. So I, I'm always asking Quel Kelly, like, how long have we been doing the podcast? Okay. Um, no, but the three of us do a weekly podcast and we decided to make some extra content this week since everybody is home. So I, myself, if you don't know who I am, I'm David Picciuto and I have a channel called Make Something. And then uh, I'll let Jimmy introduce himself. I'm Jimmy DeResta. I make things. And I have a YouTube channel. I like to make stuff. <laughs> Bob? Is Bob frozen? Bob <laughs> no, is frozen Bob. already. Is Bob frozen or is he just so nervous he doesn't want to say anything? I'm Bob? not frozen. I'm not frozen. I think everything is, is, uh, is freezing up just a little bit. But I'm actually going to quit my YouTube viewing to kind of give everything else some bandwidth it's kind of weird we're doing a thing usually we don't record this live usually we just do a skype call between the three of us we record the audio and then we that gets mixed and we put out the podcast and so we're doing something totally different different setup and all that stuff um and we Kudos don't really even have a plan this thing together this is yeah good job yeah anthony who works with me and shoots the i like to make stuff videos is going to be kind of uh the guy in the chair for this and controlling everything, handling the stream, giving us questions from you in the chat. So if you have some questions, don't just pile them in there because we won't be able to get to them. Uh, in just a few minutes, start dropping some questions in. He'll pick out some good ones and maybe we'll answer. In the meantime, though, what have you guys been up to? Oh, just keeping busy. I just put a vlog up. It's actually going to probably post while we're here. Nice. I have a couple guys behind the scenes. They do add, they, they add tags and, and stuff. So when I post a video, I post it on uh unlisted and then i give it to my guy adam and adam does some of his magic behind the scenes and then it goes live so it's going live any minute so i got a new vlog out it just covers some of the new stuff that we've been up to just to tell everybody that i'm still here i'm doing fine i mean obviously i'm in new york which is uh the epicenter of everything that's been going on at least in the united states and and i'm i'm healthy i'm 150 miles north of new york city and we're staying put here on the farm. We're not doing anything. Me and Taylor and Aaron lives in the neighborhood, so we see each other at the shop. That's basically it. I mean, Taylor and I have been hunkering down and just making our own meals and making our own coffee, which is something I usually never do. But uh, everybody's been good. Thank God. You know, everybody I know is healthy. Um, and it's just a strange time. But now is a good time to learn Fusion, learn that software you needed to learn, learn that that Italian language you need to practice, learn that trumpet. So that's what we've been Speaking trying. Speaking of, yeah, Jimmy was like scrambling to find his trumpet <laughs> to play for us. Maybe you can go look for it while David's talking about what he's been doing. Everybody wants to hear it. Yeah, go for it, Dave. All right. So uh, normally I put out one video a week, and this time I, or this week I tried to challenge myself to do five videos, and I'm going to come up just short. We're going to put out four videos this week. We did a, a laser review, and then we did a video on bending tube and tube notching for some of the metal work I've got going on and my race cart build. And then after that, we put out a video on this. It's a really quick little scrap project. Uh, it's a book stand. So when you're 
want to put your book on the coffee table or whatever, you set it on top of there and it keeps your place. You can put your reading glasses in there and a little place right there for a pen or a pencil. And then we got another video coming out today. And this one's for the children. I took a piece of tree that w that fell in our yard and chopped off a little cookie off of it. And the idea is this is a project you can do with the kids where you, you put your hand on there and you can trace your hand like you're drawing a Thanksgiving turkey, pound in a bunch of nails and do some string art around there. So it was a really oh, quick cool. little project. And I came up with a while shooting the video, I had this realization of, well, you're, you know, depending on the age of your kids, they can pound the nails in or you can pound the nails in. But you could get some of that pink, purple foam insulation stuff from your home center and you can just push nails in there. And yeah. uh, that that also works. So that video is coming out later today. I'm editing it right now. And uh, my assistant, Dan, he's been home all the last couple of weeks and i'll send him a video here and there to edit but we've been working separately but keeping super busy yeah i was wondering about that because i know you'd mentioned uh, when we recorded on monday that like you were trying to figure out how how that was going to work with him not coming into the shop it'd been good uh, like have you guys adjusted to the remote thing we the video that he edited this week was a video that i already handed him uh, the physical hard drive too. So he was able to do that. The next video that I give him will be using Final Cut proxies. And Bob, you gave me some good information on, on how to do that. So uh, ask me that next week and we'll see how it's going. <laughs> That's cool. Um, we've been adjusting to that too. Forby, who does the majority of the editing, has always been remote. And so this past week, uh, Josh and Anthony have been remote. And so <clears throat> they um it's it's been working out really well but we started i don't want to give away too much we started a new series we had i had this idea we started shooting stuff and we've done a bunch of video and i'm trying to get it to be edited as quickly as possible and so we're using the same process we've used with 4b a whole bunch of times to like make all the video files put them on our server they get downloaded he works on them and sends some things back and whatever and we're trying to do that with josh who lives like two miles from me um and we're having some problems with it and everything. So this afternoon, I had to run out and take some of my kids' schoolwork to their school to drop off. So it was so much easier to just put a bunch of video files on an SD card and, like, clean my hands, put it in an envelope. And then I went to Josh's house, dropped it in his mailbox, and, like, closed the mailbox and then sent him a text. That it's in your mailbox. And then I left. And it's, like, so <laughs> weird. So strange. But, so strange. But, I mean, you know, it works, I guess. Um, but one thing that's been kind of cool for us is, you know, we're – we usually there's three of us here in the office and we always get to hang out and we talk every morning and then we figure out what we're doing for the day. And then uh, if for if we need him to be in on a conversation, we have a little video call and he comes in. Uh, we have this little picture frame thing over here that is like a video chat deal. And so since we're all remote every morning this week, we've been doing a call, a video call with all four of us just like this. And it's been really cool. Like we, everybody's like, okay, what are you doing? This is what I'm responsible for. This is what I need. It's almost like a real company. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's almost like real people that work remotely who are relying on each other to do their jobs. It's been really cool. I mean, it's frustrating in different ways because we're not going to hang out and, you know, uh, moving files back and forth is a little more complicated, but 
that part of it of of catching up, everybody catching up, and everybody being aware of what's going on, I think is actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, I had a question, David, for you though. I wanted yeah. to circle back around to. As soon as I saw you put out the video of the the triangle, the book thing, mm-hmm. my initial reaction was, I wonder how many people yelled at him for breaking the spine of a book. Did you get tons of comments about? Breaking the spine of your book over that thing. It's as far as I know, I got zero comments about breaking the spine of the book. Good. His audience doesn't know what a book is. They're also young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ebooks don't have spines. What are you talking about? How do you what put your Kindle book? on there? Isn't it going to fall off? <laughs> it's, it's funny because like toilet paper roll. A couple of times I've done stuff with books. Like a long time ago, I I bought a ten dollar reprint of a book. And took the the cover off of it and used that as part of a secret door. And people still to this day in the comments yell at me about destroying <laughs> this priceless book. And I'm like, honestly, it was $10 reprint on the clearance aisle at Barnes & Noble. Mm. I only got it for the cover. Like, I don't know. Jimmy's that friend, reminds- Go ahead. You have a friend, uh, I think his name, is it Steve Casino? Who does the little oh, yes. peanut art? Yep, he, he, uh, he does, does peanut art. He's a great artist somebody you should follow on instagram but he does he'll take all these nintendo cartridges and then he'll tear them (laughs) apart and then make 3d art out of them and they're amazing and people just tear him to shreds in the comments saying you're ruining a classic game that's worth whatever and there's millions of these games out there (laughs) yeah he does it just to get a reaction it's amazing he does it just to get a reaction. He does like these monsters popping out of classic objects like the Nintendo tapes or a can of soda or a bottle of Yoohoo. He makes like characters that creep out. And uh, yeah, Steve's amazing. I've known Steve for, for almost 30 years. It's it's unbelievable how long I've known Steve. And he's, he's so talk about something that's reinvented himself as a toy inventor several times. And he's had several really interesting, not necessarily traditional toy related well toy related in the way that it's kind of fun objects but not necessarily for for retail and uh he's such an inspiration to me how he just keeps having fun and just reinventing himself and about seven or eight years ago he started making peanut figures and now that is his thing he makes peanuts takes a regular like a two shell like a peanut with two little object like the like the peanut butter guy with the top hat and the cane type of peanut mr peanut mr peanut mr peanut Peanut. rest in peace Yes. And he takes he takes those bodies and and he sculpts them. And not only is he an amazing sculptor, he's an amazing illustrator because he can he also paints on Tic Tacs. He paints likenesses on Tic Tacs of famous Mm -hmm. people. So he does Tic Tac art and peanut art. So check out Steve Casino and tell him the guys from making it sent you. So. Yeah. 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 Bob. Looking at we're, we're stuck looking the, at the, I opened um, the window for YouTube and it started saying what you were saying just a minute ago and it got me really confused. I heard like a repeat <laughs> of what you just said. <laughs> so I'm going to close it back down and not try to look at the chat. Sorry, I was trying to be <laughs> yeah, helpful. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, we've been working on a new little series that is, um, I don't want to give it away, but it'll be out next week. And I sent you guys a link to it. Did you get to watch it yet? I got I got about yeah. halfway through it before we started this call. It's fantastic. Same with me. It's great. Awesome. Uh, I'm really really happy with it. We we threw it together really quickly, but it's I think a testament to how awesome the guys that I work with are. The graphics. I went and sh- 
I went and shot some stuff and I gave it to them and they worked on the edit and these new graphics, like motion graphics stuff. And it looks really cool. And I'm really, really excited about it. But that's kind of what this past week for us has been. Um, you know, everything's wacky and out of sorts. And I figured like this was a time to try something different that I've never had a reason or the capacity to do. So we've tried to do this little mini series, these three videos that are going to come out back to back to back. And, um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been cool to do. And my kids are involved. So we've gotten to spend more time with them. Um, but it's also been weird because that makes the entire flow of the week like totally different. Like I, I haven't made a project this week. I've been making, I've been making the videos instead of making the project. Whereas usually my place in all this is to make the project. Anthony shoots the video, you know, Forby edits the video. And so like my spot in the whole thing has been a little bit different this week, but it's been cool. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how it, how it does, but then also just how, how doing something different like this may inform if we change stuff in the future or like what else we can create, you know, I think, you know, we talked about it last time, how this is kind of throwing everything on its head and for better or worse, forcing people to come up with other ways to do stuff. And I think for me, like in the business, this might be one of those things where like, I didn't ever think this was, uh, these type of videos were something I could fit in, but I did. And so now I have no excuse not to be able to do it sometime in the future, you know, and continue to like try this thing and then try this thing and not just stick with the formula that I'm comfortable with. And then I know will reach the people I want to reach and stuff like that. So it's been an encouraging week from that perspective, uh, just to do something different and see it like to be really, really happy with the payoff, you know, um, to, to see how it's come out so far. So that's, that's very cool. It's funny. I've been listening to uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one I listen to is uh, uh, Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco, and they're really funny. They're crazy guys from one's from uh, Chicago, one's from Long Island, so I kind of can relate to the stupid humor. But they were basically talking about how anybody that has all the excuses in the world to avoid learning something, for instance, like a like trumpet or guitar or or a language. Now is the time to do it. I mean, it, there is no greater time in 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 co- the collective world's time to do what it is you need to do. You know, we're all stuck inside on a snow day, and now's the time to you know unwrap that machine that's intimidated you. Uh, you know, dig into that software. I've said it in the beginning, but it's funny. If anybody knows those guys, go listen to them. They they make a real funny funny story about how. You know, like you go to a party in six months from now and everybody's speaking different language or people just jump on the piano and just start rattling off tunes because we've all become so bored. We have to actually make do with our time and use it constructively. Yeah. So my cameraman, Dan, he's been learning piano and he keeps sending me these little video clips of him playing like classic piano songs and just like blowing my mind on how fast he's progressing. And oh, wow. he might be watching this. So hello, Dan. Thank you for sending me those videos are just I have amazing no how quickly he's progressing yeah there's no excuse None. yeah <laughs> go find the trumpet except I, the hear. Except, I can't find, give me a second you know i'm not gonna find it i'll just i'll do it on instagram because i'm gonna accidentally <laughs> let the cats in here and then it's gonna be a disaster um david have you been with all this i don't know that we, i don't know that you actually have any extra time like a lot of people have extra time our situations haven't changed a whole lot but have you gotten to play any more music or been doing any more musical stuff since you um, all this no. has been going on? No. Um, since on my life. like this week, I've really tried to 
ramp up and do do more videos. So I've been working a lot more than normal on on doing stuff. And um I still dabble with music quite a bit. And my buddy Joel just sent me uh, a drum track the other day and me and like six, seven other people and said, hey, here's a drum track. Everybody else go start writing parts and we'll just combine it and see what happens as a fun little experiment. And I tried writing a little bass line and I, I really disliked everything that I was doing. And I, I'm in a, musically, I'm in a rut right now. Everything that I do, I don't like. And that's been over the past couple of months and so i play around a lot and i and i make little little loops little beats i uh, play little guitar bits but i'm not liking anything it's i don't know what it is so i'm not i'm not in the zone musically right now well how about you are you playing gotcha. music um no i just noticed my mic was doing a really weird thing can you hear me i can hear yeah. you okay i don't know what's happening um no, I, I I keep meaning to. I remember I, I talked a couple of weeks ago about buying that like music theory online course, mm-hmm. um, and I've done a few of those lessons. And I I put a guitar, right, it's right here, <laughs> and I put it on a stand right next to my desk, so I have no reason not to. Yeah, you know, I didn't even have to move. Right, I just like picked it up. I should be able to play right here, and do a lesson. They take about ten minutes, and I still have just not made the time even though i'm at my desk a lot more this week than i normally am i just uh i don't know i haven't done it i'm i'm kind of the same way this week i've been filling my time with more video stuff and um just kind of other stuff but and i haven't even done my italian today which is kind of weird usually what? i do that first thing and i, I know no usually excuse. i do it first thing <laughs> when i wake <laughs> up and i will do it that one is definitely more of a habit for me now because it's been every day for over a year of you know that's just part of my morning and so i actually kind of miss it that i haven't done it today and i want music to be that same way and so i just really got to find the excuse to um you know to i got i got a funny that. i got a funny idea now i don't know if we can pull this off because we we still have our postcards to finish but what if <laughs> yeah to finish what if the three of i now i'm not going to edit this all i'm going to do is provide you a couple of notes i'll just blow into the trumpet a couple of times give you like like 30 seconds of video and then you two guys one of you guys figure out like a song but it's me on the trumpet bob on the guitar <laughs> dave on the bass or the drums and somebody make a beat out of that i mean there's a lot of good musicians on youtube who could take just little clips like of pencils tapping mm-hmm. and you know make yeah. 17 different things so uh, that's a challenge so let me know i'll drop box me on you know doing my scales you know just you know running through yeah all right, playing some, yeah. some jazz. That's cool. <laughs> that would that would be fun. That would be a fun um, video, like beating Jimmy out I want to jump over real quick to talk about um, Anthony's been putting some of the chats. We can't see the chat on YouTube, so I'm sorry that I'm missing all that. But there's been some things over there I want to call out. Big thanks to uh, Big Lou's workshop. He yes. left us a ten dollars super chat. Thanks, Lou. That's awesome. There's been a few of them. There's been a few good super chats. Yeah. So I have the sidebar running on the edge here. So guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, Upcycle Engineer, The Xanders, Yellow Mug, Inc., uh, David Tyndall left us a nice little... Oh, you know what? I totally forgot to hit record on this podcast, so I don't have I local audio for this. I'm recording I'm, my side. I started about 10 minutes late on my recording. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to start now, and we'll see if Brandon can I'm do anything the only, I'm, I'm the, the, the technophobe that actually did it right. <laughs> right. You are. <laughs> um, so, but also, Fisher Builds, David Tyndall, 
uh, I think that's all of them. But thank you, all of you. That, that's really cool. And somebody, Zach, asked why I clear my throat so much. Want to mm-hmm. go ahead and answer that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His, his foot pedal broke. That's the real reason. Can't tell everybody. No. Your, 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 your muting button. No, it still works. <laughs> no, it works. I'm using it. Um, no, honestly, I think I think it's like uh, allergy stuff. It's just like drainage. It's not like I'm sick or anything. It's just you know. It's a but thing usually I got. you're running. You you go out on a jog before we record the podcast, and that's going to yeah. You know what it is too. I'm not going to call you out. I'm I'm not trying to call you out, Bob. But sometimes it is because I know it is for me. It's more of a nervous thing. It's more of like it's like in a very slight way. It's like biting your fingernails. You yeah. You, it's more of like a, a nervous reaction, not saying that you're totally conscious of it, because I know I do it constantly. There are times where I say something that I know is something that's kind of outside of my comfort zone, and I cough right after it. Hmm. And I always catch myself, like, I only cough because that was something that made me nervous or that I was uncomfortable saying. So there's like these weird ticks that, you know, you, yeah. you, you might not have like full-blown Tourette's, but what I'm saying is it's like similar to that. It could be. So. Yeah. If show. you saw the full of uh, all the clips to my videos, every single sentence, every single clip would start with so. But I cut them all out. But every time Same I talk, <laughs> I start with so. And I don't know why, well, but, but it, anyway, it just helps me get into the yeah. yeah. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I did have somebody leave me a comment one time or send a message or something asking if I had Tourette's because I cleared my throat. And so I guess that is like a real thing. But mm. I can say that whatever this drainage thing that I have. Nobody wants to hear about this. Why are we talking about this? It happens. Riveting. It happens all the time. If I'm if I'm by myself in the shop and I'm just like, you know, just working or doing whatever, I just have... It doesn't happen more when you're in the stuff. mirror? It doesn't happen more when you're in the mirror? Just trying to just trying to isolate the diagnosis. Here. No. 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 Thank you, Dr. Derosta. Dr. Jimmy. <laughs> Dr. Jimmy Jazz. No, Dr. Bansaw trying to diagnose me with something. Um, all right, we got a couple more. One from XYZ Create. Does Jimmy have pants on? So if you're not familiar with this show, one of the running gags is that we don't record video because mm. Jimmy doesn't wear pants, but he does wear pants. He has he, pants on. He only wears his speaking own brand of, of Duresta pants. Yeah, speaking of pants, what's up with your pants? I mean, like, not your pants, the pants that you're <laughs> making. I talk about it in the vlog, you know, considering the little downturn in the economy. We're just going to put it on hold right now because there's so many moving parts. The pants contrary to what a lot of people assume the pants project is going to be completely made to order so if we open up for instance like a like a kickstarter for lack of a better description on my own website which is what we were planning on doing we would take that many orders and then fulfill that many orders and that would be the end of it we were going to do one full week window and now considering what's going on i i really think it's smart just to wait because everything was going to be handmade in new york and now all the sewing factories and everybody's on pause for the moment. So until everything gets back to normal, I, I'm not going to be able to. I'm glad we didn't announce it because if we would have announced it March 1st, which is what we were planning on doing, but we had a little bit of a glitch in, in oh, some of the yeah. supply chain, we would be sitting on a bunch of orders right now with no ability to make them. So that's that's you know just some real life stuff. So we're just waiting until things go back to normal before we announce that opening of that sale. And yeah. so that's it. People assuming that I have like <laughs> factory aisles because everyone's like, oh, give me, I'll take two pairs of uh, size 36. <laughs> People think we have like rows of clothes already. Manu- I have one pair of pants that cost me about $25,000. And that's the pair that I wear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. My golden pants. Yes. 
Good grief. Wow. Now, we have a few okay. sample sets, but, you know, and we and just to try and simplify everything, we reduced it down to let's do this and see how this goes. And if this goes well, then we'll do it like another batch with pants and a jacket or pants with a co- couple of color combinations. But just, uh, you know, who could have predicted these type of world events? You know, it's just completely, completely unforeseen. Yeah. You know, as little as a month ago. So anyway, yeah. I, you know, we're remaining positive. It's just on hold and that's it. So. Cool. In the meantime, I'm going to wear my $25,000 pants alone in my house. <laughs> That's okay. Cool. Um, one of the questions we got is uh, from Steve Boss 23 How did you guys meet? Hmm. Do you guys remember how we met? I don't think. I don't remember. It starts I'll with... tell a funny story. Go ahead, Dave. I, I was just going to say it started with Facebook meeting online i know how i met both of you guys so i'll tell the quick story and then maybe each one of you guys could tell a story okay i remember um bob you reached out to me and your logo was so established because i had just started a relationship with make magazine and then i saw i like to make stuff and the logo and everything seems so legit and corporate like it still does i assumed that you were a companion magazine to make magazine and that you were because i wasn't completely familiar with make magazine when i very first met them i was get solely getting to know them and i thought like oh there's make magazine and i like to make stuff magazine and make something magazine and these are all just magazines and blogs online <laughs> that millions of people watch because i only had ten thousand subscribers at the time and so for a while and then i remember clicking and going to your youtube page and you had like a thousand subscribers at the time and you were really just having the vlog i think maybe you only had the vlog at the time or the 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 blog with a b yeah yeah and uh that's how we became friends you reached out to me and we just started talking i was like oh wow that's the power of good graphics that i really i put all this assumption on you before i knew anything before i clicked into seeing your your world and i was like oh he's just getting started like the rest of us that's really cool and then so go back another couple years maybe within that time frame a year or two later i made a stool and my stool was made out of cut plywood which nowadays i would just push the button and see and see it i mean who's got the time to actually make anything anymore so (laughs) i would i handmade these these this this plywood stool and i had just posted the video and i was like oh i do i should do now what i often do before i post and make sure i'm not making a video exactly the way somebody else would have done it so i googled and dave showed up the drunken woodworker showed up making a stool and so i just said hey i just made a video similar to yours i wasn't biting your style i just want to let you know and i think i might have even put you in the comments saying you know if you for to see an, an alternative take on the same concept go check out the drunken woodworker and then that's how we all broke the ice and then in a comment section on facebook somebody said hey why don't you guys start a uh, a podcast and everybody jumped in and said that's a great idea that's a great idea and five years later yeah i remember that conversation on facebook was like jeff made that comment and then all of us were like i'll do it if you'll do it i'll do it if you'll do it i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> jeff Durow is responsible for this yeah. mess yeah i just looked back in my email that email that i sent you was in november of 2013 and i still have it wow that's pretty oh, wow. crazy. No, I'm not going to read it back. It was like asking for help. I actually don't have the first one. Or maybe it's just wrapped up in the email. Whatever. Long time ago. Um, that's pretty wild. I used to have hey, a weekly wrap-up show where I would highlight other woodworkers in my favorite videos of the week. And I remember getting an email from Bob saying, hey, 
this isn't woodworking, but maybe you want to check out my channel. And uh, I, I believe that is my first time ever communicating with you. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And I may have featured you on that week's show or whatever. And I yeah. think we were, you may have just gotten a CNC or we're looking at one. And I remember asking you, like, I want to get a CNC, but they're all so expensive. And you're like, hey, check out this company called Inventables. They've got this cool one coming out. And then that's how we started communicating. And then that Facebook post and the very first time we all were in the same place was the Maker Faire event in San Francisco. And I remember the I, my very first actual image was of Jimmy. He was stenciling his name on the on the pavement with black spray paint. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I like this guy. <laughs> and that was like a year or two after we started the show, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, we hadn't met. We hadn't met for the first year or so. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Oh, the good pretty old wild. days. Oh yeah. Oh, we had a couple more super chats. Big thanks to uh, Make or Break Shop, Brandon, who who edits this. Chaco's in. He's um, like Chaco. You didn't miss much. I hope you. You hope can you're ask doing well, us buddy. each individual. Yeah. Uh, also, Route Nine Signs gave us a super chat. Thanks for that. Hmm. Um, if you have questions for us to cover, go ahead and drop them in there. Anthony will try to get them to us. <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Matthew uh, Serio says, are there any topics that you won't discuss on making it or topics you avoid? So we would have to talk about them to talk about not talking about them. Very Political, like religion. <laughs> yeah. It's just like my mom said, never talk about religion or politics. Or pocket holes. <laughs> Unless <laughs> or CA glue accelerant. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff we don't talk about. We intentionally avoid several things. Um, it's funny because I'll bring something up and I'll bring up something. I'll bring up something and Bob will go, no, 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 no. Like, oh. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> what about that healthcare system? And Bob will go, no, 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 no. Bob does a very gotta, good job of keep steering accessible. the ship. He likes gotta, he likes to keep things very positive, which is a great thing. <laughs> but we don't and plan I out never the shows. Do that. Yeah, you, no, we never plan out the shows. We get together about ten minutes before we hit record, and like, what do you guys want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And then it's back and forth, and and then sometimes we're just like, ah, we'll figure it out on the fly, or sometimes uh, we'll have a something will happen in our lives that week, and we'll turn that into a, a topic. Yeah. Howdy, Rojas Carpentry. Looking at the chat. Oh, cool. I can't see the chat. It will slow everything down, so I'm just going to avoid looking at it. All right, so um, what do you guys have coming up? I mean, is it more of the same? We're still stuck at home. The situation is not changing anytime soon that we're aware of. So, I mean, do you have any anything that you're wanting to you know, try to work in that you haven't done yet or like... I mean, this might be a good opportunity for me to do videos more. Um, I've been watching the Alex Steele situation with the power hammer, and I, it's really encouraging me. And Taylor and I have been watching the Alex Steele channel, and she's like, you need to do videos more like this, like where you're like in the camera and really just like being yourself. Instead of, I mean, the vlogs are one thing, but I'm usually just kind of sitting in front of the camera and the vlogs. But me being like aim, you know, out and about and talking, and I, so I think I might do one or two videos like that, you know, just kind of, you know, uh, more animated just the way alec is but i would need a cameraman or maybe i need to make a vlogging arm so i'll make a video about making a vlogging <laughs> arm and then i'll do a video like alex <laughs> i forgot about that yeah so <laughs> something like that 
but inside you know, I, I love I love watching Alec. He's just he's just unbelievable. He's just he, he's like he's like the sun. It's like unbelievable, like the amount of like energy that he has, mm-hmm. and it's like is it, he's just like a, a fireball of energy, and so he's he's inspiring. So that that might be a possibility for me to do something like that. You know, just kind of more like um, just like the Days of All Lives type of episode or series of episodes. It's been a, it's been a thought. I think that would be awesome. I mean, I, I think anybody who's ever like talked to you in person probably has that feeling of, dang, I wish he would talk more in his videos, you know? I mean, because like the, the videos where you don't talk and you're just doing the work, they're awesome. They serve a great purpose. But then anybody that knows you is like, man, I want to hear more of like Jimmy-isms and just like the fun that you have. You know, it would be super interesting. I would totally be down to watch those. And I and it's funny because uh, the recent video I did going into into the fall with uh, with Brad Leone, I, a lot of people came to me from Brad's video and they're like, dude, what is this? I came here to see your, your personality and all I'm seeing is you make stuff. So <laughs> that's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. I mean, they, they were, they were, uh, delightfully, uh, encouraging. You should talk more. You should talk more. You did a good time. You had a good time with, with, with Brad. So that, that was, that's, that's nice to hear. So that's yeah. what's been on my mind. And, you know, obviously I'm going to put out more content and obviously a lot more, a lot more Instagram videos going on. I got a great email from Jay, Jenny Bauer this morning. She said, she said, you know, we miss your Walmart trips. And uh, so I, Taylor was with me when I got that message. I was like, oh, look, Jenny's like, we got to go to Walmart more. Walmart now is only open 12 hours. It used to be open 24 during this whole situation. It's only eight to eight and it's probably crowded, but we'll, we do have to go get some supplies. So we might we might do a either a Hannaford's, which is the local supermarket up here, or a Walmart Instagram story. But, you know, they're just trying to remain as normal as possible. Just I think it's yeah. important for all of us to just have fun. You know, play it safe. Don't be stupid, but just try and remain as normal as possible. What about you, David? I want to. I mean, for right now, it's it's the same thing. More more projects. Not every project has to be this big thing that takes two, three days to make. I mean, maybe more of something that only takes an hour or so. Uh, what something I really want to focus on is to do more vlog type stuff. Just take the camera, go to the park, talk, um, show what inspires me, or, or or find a topic, and just more talking videos. I wanna I I, I want to get out from behind the bench and expand the content be able to put out more content that doesn't i mean right now most of the videos take a full week to make with shooting and editing and the actual phys- physical project and um and and i know i've been saying this for two months now but it's it's really it's time for me to do this although I, i'm not going to go out into public right now <laughs> but it wouldn't hurt to just go outside and take a take a walk that in the neighborhood and just talk to a camera and share my thoughts Another funny um, thing, Aaron and Aaron and I have been doing. Um, Aaron is being uh, health conscious. Aaron's a little bit overweight, so he's always wandering. Like uh, you know, together we're always like being just trying to remind each other to just make healthier choices. And and because he was in the Marine Corps, and because I have a little bit of a sense of discipline, we keep challenging each other to push ups. So at one point, when there's like a lull in the day, it's like twenty five, and we both get on the floor and we do twenty five push ups together. So that's been fun, and. Uh, we just keep doing it. We try and do, 
do that at least three times a day, every day now. So that's fun. That, that'll encourage both of us. That's awesome. Yeah, I need to. I, I've been trying to do the push up thing ever since you brought it up, like, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And it's, I can't do it consistently. Like, I'll do it a little bit here and there, but um, I don't I don't keep up with it every day like I should. I uh, got a couple more super chats. So big thanks to the Swedish maker and our Lester Woodcraft. And uh, the comment there is, what tips can you give someone looking to get recognized by other prominent YouTubers? <laughs> I, guess, I guess super chat in there. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny. There's, I, I always talk about Barry Katz, who was, uh, who sold my first TV show and who's got the podcast, um, industry standard. It's all about getting, 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 making your navigating your way through show business. And we're all in show business. Let's be, let's be honest here. We're all in show business. He said, if you want to get somebody's attention, send them a FedEx. There is nobody in this universe that got a FedEx and thought it was junk mail or got a FedEx and was like, oh, what is this junk? Huh? Oh, if you want somebody's attention, a TV producer or a prominent YouTuber, send them a FedEx. Maybe there's a note in it. Maybe there's a flattened out rose that says, I love you. Maybe there's a hundred bucks. Hint, hint. But that's, that's how you can get attention. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> Don't send Jimmy a hundred bucks. No, but I thought that was a really good idea. Like, if you're trying to get someone's attention, send them a FedEx with, you know, and then you open it up, you tear it open all excited, and it says, please call me at this number. And then it's like, starts like a game of like manhunt. It's like you call the number, it's like, hang up now and look in the box behind you. And then you click up and then you got to go look in the box. So (laughs) if you can figure that whole thing out, you'll definitely get recognized. There you go. Um, There's been. Uh, several more, and I'm, I can't really even keep track of the list, but it's really cool. Uh, Carl Higgins wants to hear the uh, Baby Jimmy troll voice. For anybody who's never heard the podcast, this, there's a whole bunch of nonsense here that you don't have any context for, and I apologize. I'm getting baby troll voices in my comments. I saw somebody will leave a comment on one of my YouTube videos, and like in parentheses, like baby troll voice. <laughs> not, well, not that anybody needs, not that, not that our fans need encouragement to go watch my vlogs. Maybe if you're if you're one of those guys that would need the baby troll voice uh, treatment, maybe you won't. But this week I did a segment where I got I told all the free machines that I got, and then at the end I did the baby troll voice. I kind of was like a motion to shut the camera off. But then the baby troll voice comes in from off camera and it's like, why do you do so many advertisements? It's not fair. I don't want to watch advertisements. I'm going to unsubscribe. And so I did that. Oh, I love it. So that's the baby troll. And Jocko. Oh, here's another thing. You know, Jocko's watching. So me and Jocko talk a few times a week. And I the other day, just I was I was had a moment alone in the shop just being stupid. So in my my voice memo. I gave Jocko like five or six baby voice troll comments. He's gonna find he's gonna find images to put them to. Like he did the one with Donald Trump and the baby in his arms, saying Jimmy didn't really restore it; he just removed the rust. That was what Jocko put up recently. So I gave Jocko like five or six baby troll voices, and he's gonna animate them to some imagery that's gonna be coming out soon. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I want Jocko to do the Italian voice. <laughs> You need to learn, learn Italian, Italian in your free time, and, and you then you can actually do that, do that in, in Italian. Italian. Mm, there you I go. I American Italian accent. <laughs> do, do, do it. No. Bambino. 
Maybe you know. Um, hey, uh, Randy, thank you. He's asking, uh, he gave another super chat, and he's asking about R2-D2 behind me. Um, so a lot of people have been asking if I've been getting a lot done on this R2-D2 since I've been home, and I have not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bob pointed out on the R2-D2, I'm like, wow, that thing must be heavy. It's, you know, it's There's a lot of work to it. And then Bob pointed out that, that it was hollow, and you could see the horizon line <laughs> to the back to the back of the room uh, across one of the things. You can see, like, the molding on the floor. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's not a computer chipboard. That's the rug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I was thinking the other day this would be a perfect time for me to spend a lot of time on it. And probably next week I will spend a day, you know, making some progress. But, man, I put it here next to me so it would be looking over my shoulder, literally bugging me, you know, in my way. And I still haven't done anything with it. But I will. Don't worry. Will. That's the second time you said that today. I think off camera you're like, I, I put this guitar over here so it bugs me and I'll pick it up. <laughs> yep. And it's not working. I'm just getting, I'm just yeah. crowding myself in with stuff to irritate me. But then I just like get up and walk away and don't actually do the thing. So let's yeah. not forget um, our musical collaboration. You just reminded me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't, Wouldn't want, want to forget, forget that. that. That'd be, be terrible. terrible. Um, oh, so another thing that I've been doing lately that I uh, hadn't, I don't know if we talked about me using the Bridgeport. Did we talk about that last show? I noticed you've been playing. Yeah, I finally got it, um, like, cutting some metal. And so the first time, finally got it all set up, got the vise locked on there, and I think it's in pretty good shape, although people have been telling me that I didn't get it as square as I should get it, I guess. I thought it was pretty close, but... Um, so I put a piece of aluminum on there and just grabbed the first end mill I could find, which was the wrong one, and put it in there and just started cutting just something. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to interrupt you. I was just doing a passive hello. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so, and that, that was fun. Like, I actually felt how it moved, and, you know, you can feel the feedback on the wheel and stuff from the cutting, which is, I, I don't know why I didn't expect that, but I just kind of didn't expect it. Anyway, so then yesterday I um, moved up to a piece of steel, so I was a little more conscious of what end mill I put in there and thought a little bit more about it and did a little research and everything, and then put in a piece of round bar, steel round bar, and then just tried to make a flat you know, to a certain depth, like the bars this way, just to a certain depth, a certain depth, whatever, a specific thing, rather than just like cutting, I was like, I want to try to take this piece and do this one really simple operation to it to this amount. And it's hard because I don't have a DRO yet. So, you know, I'm reading the the gauges on the hand wheels and they're hard to read. Another real, uh, Kevin showed it to me. Kevin Lazard, of course, is my, is my, uh, machining teacher if you buy these uh, they're called 5c blocks they're five it's they take a 5c collet you can get them on ebay and you could you have ones that are hexagonal and ones that are square so you could put like uh you put a stop in your vice you hold a piece of material and you could put a hex hexagonal shape at the end of something or a pose you could do like take something that's round and make a perfect flat on on both sides opposite 180 you know with a little bit of ingenuity you begin to start to figure out how to use those those collet blocks and you hold them in the vise, and you could turn them 180 or every 60 degrees. Anyway, yeah. just something to, to look forward to. Yeah, he actually, um, when I first got the machine, I asked him, like, what are the basics? What do I need? You know, and he, he gave me some measurement tools and, like, an arm, and those collet blocks were in the, the list of things. So I have those on hand, and I hadn't started messing with them yet, but that, that would be a good way to, to do it for sure. Um, anyway, so I was excited to get it actually cutting 
you know, and be able to feel the control of it. And uh, last week I, or a couple weeks ago, I ended up changing out all the felts and trying to clean up the ways. And I didn't take the whole thing apart. I just tried to, you know, do the, the simplest possible maintenance I could do on it. And uh, so I got that kind of out of the way. It's functioning. And so now I'm at a point where I, I asked Kevin the other day about a DRO so that I could be aware of the precision. Cause like I've said before, precision is not my thing. And I think as long as I'm relying on the dials and me counting and keeping track of all that stuff, I think I'm going to do a bad job at it. So I'm just going to try to, maybe this is the wrong approach, but I feel like I'm just going to skip that, try to get a DRO installed so I can rely on something that will do a better job of keeping track of that than I will. Hmm. Is that, does that sound fair or is that like a cheap way to go into machining? No, I mean, DRO is definitely helpful. Uh, it, it was super helpful. I did a project a couple weeks ago off camera, and it was it was pretty critical without it. I could have tried to trust the dial, the dial uh, indicators, but I, I, it's just better to see that digital readout, especially since our generation relates to that more. You know, you see these dial indicators on the printed on the on the handles, and you're just like, ah, I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. I just use. I'll do it by touch and feel, but those things, those dials on the the indications or the, the what do they call them the um, the marks on the dial are actually extremely accurate too. So at, mm-hmm. when you're at a loss, you could always just look at those. But you got to remember where you are. That's the problem. I think that's my thing. Is just when I look at them, I maybe I'm just not trained yet to remember the point. Like all the lines look the same. The numbers are not real prominent because it's all old metal and everything. And so just like my brain doesn't. Scotch Bright and a Sharpie, keep it right nearby. Okay. I mean, because they'll, they'll get dull, they'll get they'll get faded in a couple of minutes, you know, on a, on a damp day. So Scotch Bright them so the numbers will jump out at you, and just keep a Sharpie nearby because you could always indicate right on it. You wipe it right off where you, where you started, where you're mm-hmm. going. You know, if you're adding ten thousands that have passed or something like that, you know. Yeah. So just little the things like this will start to come to you out of convenience, and also just watching a lot of videos like Mr. Pete and and you know Basement Machinists and all these guys. Yeah, I have been watching uh, several things, mostly just like to find a solution for something. Like yesterday, I was looking up how do you measure the travel on all your axes, uh, axes accurately to get a DRO because you have to know how long the scales are in each direction. And so I looked up a couple of videos to see that. It's super simple. You just make a mark with a Sharpie on one side, then move the axis all the way to the other way, measure that. And it doesn't have to be super critical. I was thinking it had to be like super exact but you have to just have an approximation a little bit less than the actual travel. But through the process of looking up those videos, I ended up learning a couple of other things about how it moves and like how you can control things. That was pretty cool. I didn't mean to, but you know, so I'm picking up a lot of stuff from those. Oh, that goes on forever. Yeah. And you'll start to, you'll start to get comfortable with certain machinists. Like, of course, this old Tony is like one of the best, but uh, he, he, he can really dig deep into something. Then Adam Booth is also very good. Adam really goes into to depth on a lot of stuff. There's a whole bunch. There's there's, yeah. there's endless amount. The way we have our maker community, the machinist community is incredible. And it's a it's oh uh, I talk about it all the time. Um, Joe Joe uh, Joe Pye is an amazing workshop teacher, machinist teacher. He starts out on a wipe off board, describes what he's going to do, then you end up in the workshop, and he's he's like right down the middle, perfect teacher knows his business very very well so mm-hmm. joe pyinski is I, I think i'm saying that right but joe pie just google joe pie you'll find him he's an amazing shop teacher when it comes to machining so there's a whole bunch cool 
Um, got a couple more super chats. One is for, there's a, a question here for David from David, oddly enough. Your new style of videos are great. How has the shift impacted your life? Do you feel more inspired? Uh, um, I do. Thank you. Thanks, David. I yeah, I think we've only done like two actual woodworking projects this whole year. And so just changing it up is, is a huge help. And having a project to do on the side where I'm not filming every bit of it, which is the, the race cart build, is that I'm I, that's the one thing that I, I'm always wanting to do. I, I'm always wanting more time to go out into the garage and put together the go-kart and just having that outlet makes me feel better about everything. So yeah, I am more inspired. I am having more fun and we are changing it up. And, and, and like I predicted, like a lot of these videos that I'm making, they're not for woodworkers. So it's going to get 25% of the views and that's okay. Cause I think I'm going to build in a bringing a different audience down the road. So yeah, I'm, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling more inspired and I'm enjoying what we're doing more now. If, uh, people that wasn't aware i was just towards the end of last year i was getting bored with woodworking and just not feeling very inspired and it was really we're in a very fortunate position to do what we do and i shouldn't get bored with this amazing career this amazing job that i have and so just got to change it up and keep making it exciting yeah i think it's really important and i just had this discussion with taylor the other night i, I mean all of us as a creative group you need to, we all need to just constantly keep reinventing ourselves. And, you know, sometimes you get to the end of a current chapter in your life and you start to get a little uninspired. You've got to figure out what it is that's going to make you inspired, you know. Mm-hmm. this I'm starting to think about maybe doing some farming up here. I never had any interest in farming, but suddenly I got a tractor. I'm like, I want to put that tractor to the intended use. So that means, I, so as an excuse to play with my tractor, I'm going to try and grow some corn. I hate corn. Huh. I don't really care about it, but I'm only going to do it just so I could play with my tractor. So. <laughs> I like corn. You can just send it all to me. That's fine. <laughs> no, I like corn. I'm joking. I'm being a little exaggerated. No, but uh, you know, I'm inspired now. I'm looking at videos of guys growing corn. What's the proper time and space and place and, and arrangement? And you know, it, it, that might be another chapter in my life. Maybe I'm going to become the farmer. So hmm. I know Taylor. Taylor is an amazing uh, grower of vegetables. Every year, she sets a big garden up for all of us and. This year, I said, well, I want to grow corn. So she's like, awesome. We picked out a place in the yard. We're going to try and make a little bit of a couple of rows and see what happens with it. And uh, you see that? I just said a couple of rows. If I didn't if I didn't say anything, everyone's going to go, you need more than a couple of rows. You need, you need a lot. You need like this and you got to do It's not going to work if you don't make more than a couple of rows. I know. I watch a YouTube video. I'm growing corn. I mean, who would have, if you would have told me a year ago that I was going to be into racing and into go-karts and building my own go-kart yeah. i've been like no I'm, i don't care for racing i remember i remember when you were intimidated to even try and weld you bought a welder didn't, weren't you sitting on it like a mother hen for a long oh, time yeah forever yeah and i took a yeah. class and that <laughs> just taking a class and having somebody hold my hand and show me something was the it removed that fear and <laughs> and i started building up the, the the metal shop and that just turned into go-kart racing for whatever reason and now that's all i think about and unfortunately the the season is going to be delayed but hopefully you know the summer we're racing we'll we'll see how it how it turns out but right now that's all i think about is building this race hmm. cart that's awesome 
So I, I, I kind of along the same lines, I've actually been wanting to plant some stuff too. And seeing you with all of your chickens that you've gotten recently, Jimmy, I'm like, I don't really have a, a good spot for chickens. I'm like at the farm, but I'm not there all the time. So I wouldn't want to put an animal there that I would have to go take care of. But, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Like maybe we could figure out a way just to do something like that. Maybe not chickens, but something like that locally. And then the the bees. Yeah. Not sure if my neighborhood would be a big fan of having chickens and well, we'll see. But either way, the bees like having um, beehives is is kind of that same thing for me. It's like super interesting. There's a, a ton to learn about it, and um, you know we lost all the bees that we had a few months back. But I've got two new um, colonies coming at the beginning of April, so I'm going to go pick those up, and then I'm going to be setting up two beehives separate but next to each other. And so that's going to be a whole different amount of care and like focus that I'll have to put on them. But I think that'll be my thing. So I don't end up getting chickens or whatever, but um, it is weird how that stuff that's kind of outside of what you do for a living just kind of comes in and starts eating up your brain space. And it's like a way for you to, to like, you know, escape from your job that you love, but it's still, you need a thing to go to so that you can kind of change your focus back and forth. Yeah. Like trumpet. Where's your trumpet, Jimmy? I don't know. Taylor was here. She cleaned up. She probably was like, oh, this thing is so noisy. She probably threw it in the backyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had it right near my computer. But I was so in-depth. I was like totally embedded making the vlog for the last two days. I completely lost track of everything. Um, actually, I want to I do a quick shout-out before I forget. I want to say happy birthday to Raina. If you guys know Raina's universe today, Raina is 18. Oh. They grow up so fast. So everybody, I know Raina's watching. I saw her name in the chat. So Raina, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Awesome. If anybody, Rain is the little girl that played the violin in some of my early vlogs. Now she's a grown-up. She cut the baseball yeah. in half, too, right? That's right. <laughs> that was our first video together. Yeah. That oh. was about six years ago. Five or six years ago? Wow. Cool. Well, we've been going for about an hour. You guys got anything else you want to chat through? or For anybody that... Three more questions. Drop some questions in the chat. Anthony will get them to us. Um, if you've been watching this and you are not 100% annoyed by it, we do this every week. <laughs> not not in video form, but we have a podcast every week called Making It, and it's on all the podcast players. We've got 250-some-odd episodes that you can go back and listen to if you want to. Um, so, yeah, you know, go check it out. Share it with people if you want to. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. We have a huge group of people that help us out, help this show out on Patreon. And unfortunately, I don't have the list in front of me of the people that we usually call out. You know who you are. Um, we are really grateful. And we also do, uh, for the Patreon supporters at any level, we do an after show, which I guess we'll do today, but it won't be live streamed, maybe. Um, and it's just like another 15 minutes, 20 minutes of like extra behind the scenes secret type stuff that they get as a separate feed. So we'll do that. Um, So Alexander Huff said, oh, this is what you guys sound like on one time speed. (laughs) I guess guess he listens to us. That's funny. Fast. Um, Yeah. It's funny, though, because, I mean, I I listen to a lot of podcasts on one and a half times or, you know, one and a quarter. Um, and it is kind of weird to like end up listening to somebody at normal speed after you, they sound like they're just like taking their time on everything they say. The Nick Offerman books, he reads his own books in the audible format 
and you know, I always listen to him at double speed. And then when you slow it down to single speed, he's already a slow talker and everything is emphasized. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, there's no way I can listen to this after after double speed. <laughs> Counter is Oak. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to ask the question next. It's here. It's from Will. What was the counter behind Jimmy's right shoulder made out of? These are countertops from Lumber Liquidators. These are oak pieced together counters. Um, there's one, there's an island right there in the middle of the room, and then the counter goes over the sink. Just cheap and easy. Built them about five years ago. Nice. Um, Andrew Stark asked for favorite YouTube channels. Let's all give one recommendation because we usually give a recommendation at the end of the show anyway. Oh boy. You got anything new? Doesn't even have to be YouTube channels. We'll just do our regular recommendation. You got anything new you want to recommend? Ooh, 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 go. Dave. Anybody watching Dave on Hulu? It is probably one of the funniest written shows I've seen in a really long time. That's Anybody the one with the, Dave? the rapper, right? Yeah, Little Dicky. Yeah. It is hilarious. It, that's it that's is next funny. on my watch list after the... Uh... It is so funny. Oh, man. Good. Um, real quick. Uh, some I can't pronounce your name. Nicky Mondroid is asking if this podcast is related to that TV show. Hmm. Long story. <laughs> Why don't you field that one, Jimmy? Give us the explanation. Uh, make, <laughs> I'll do a two-second explanation because a lot of people do ask me that privately. Making it is the TV show that I work on as the uh, the shop uh, the shop pro behind the scenes and a little bit on camera, mostly behind the scenes. But uh, season three is coming up, and when they had to rename the show because the name that they chose was too similar to an existing show. They pick this show name, and they call me, and they're like, hey, we want to talk to you about the name of the show. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. What do I have to do with that? They're like, oh, we're thinking about naming it, making it. I'm like, that's the name of my podcast. They're like, well, that's why you're on the phone. And I was like, whoa. They're like, so they offered it, They offered us a number to buy it, and it was not a big number. And so I just consulted with Bob and Dave, and we went back and forth. We gave, we gave them a number we'd be happy with, and they're like, when there's no way we're going to pay for that. Then after, like, literally, this was like a 10-hour, like, thing from beginning to end. Yeah. Bob suggested, let's just give it to them for free because the show's not going to last more than one season anyway. And then it'll go <laughs> I didn't away. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and we don't have to change the branding. Because if we did give up the name, even for any price, we would have had to eradicate our branding. We would have had to go to Jim, Bob, and Dave making stuff in the shop. And we would have had to change the name of the website and the Instagram and everything. And so we agreed to just let them use the name because we figured we'd get some vapors and they'd get some vapors. And that's where it's at. So they're using the name and we get to use our name. And it's in two different trademark classifications, so it doesn't really matter anyway. But that being said, I just want to announce, if anybody wants to go to my vlog, there's a a rather long segment, about six minutes long. It doesn't have the greatest audio because we filmed it in the lobby of a hotel. But me and Andrea Hens-Evans, who's a patent trademark attorney, she's my new patent trademark attorney who's working on some of my trademarks. She is an amazing patent trademark attorney, and I do an interview with her, and she talks about the importance of all of us in the YouTube sphere trademarking and patenting you know patenting obviously is one thing but trademarking and copywriting are symbols and our logos and stuff so there's a little conversation with her and she also has a youtube channel so go check it out there's a link in my latest vlog which just went live about 10 minutes ago nice awesome um so my little recommendation is uh so my wife is a potter she makes pottery and i've you know i've learned a lot about it from watching her and then we've uh, we watch like the pottery 
what are they called? Great Pottery Showdown. It's like a British baking show, but it's about pottery. Not about baking pottery, about making pottery. And uh, so I've learned a lot of stuff from like not doing it. I've only done it once. Last night, we... we <laughs> I love Jocko too. Um, we watched a video that randomly got suggested by YouTube from this guy named John the Potter. It's the name of his, his, uh, his channel. And they're really, really nice looking pottery videos. And I've only watched the one, so I have not looked at anything else, but he has a whole lot of them. He's got about 108,000 subscribers. This one was about making marbled mugs. And so he took like, I don't know, six different colors of clay, made little patties, squished them together and then kneaded it all and then threw it into a pot or into a coffee cup on the, the wheel. And so you end up with this like, multicolor spiral clay coffee mug and then he gla- he adds a handle to the side and then glazes the inside and then does a clear coat on the outside and it's so cool but he he does the entire process doesn't speak through any of this video I think he probably speaks in his other ones but um, it was really cool and watching my wife get better at pottery has made me more and more interested in trying it and trying to understand a little bit more not not to necessarily do a whole lot of it myself, but to support her in it and to understand what she's talking about when she's excited about something. So um, this was a really cool video because it made me excited to learn more about what she's doing. So go check that out in case you want to see it. David, you got anything new? Yes. I wasn't prepared. I didn't know we were going to do a normal podcast episode, but I got two channels. Um, One is called Donut Media. I am not a car guy, and I, I never really have been, but I recently subscribed to this channel, and they have great videos about cars. Sometimes they're hilarious. Sometimes they're serious. It's really, really well done. I mean, it's a really large channel. They have like three point whatever million subscribers, but um, I think like one of the first videos that I watched was, can somebody track down who you are through your license plate number, and it led me down some other they got just great videos um you don't have to enjoy cars to enjoy this channel i really really try to watch youtube channels outside of my circle to pull in inspiration and and see how they handle and do things so that's one of them and then another one is a it's a brand new trend channel new guy up and comer uh his name is norm mcdonald he only has 256,000 subscribers um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, the comedian Norm Macdonald. He's only got four videos up, I believe. Um, but he just launched a new, new YouTube channel, and uh, uh, it, the first two videos he released was him working on some stand-up at the Improv about the coronavirus. So very topical, uh, and it's funny because oh. he he was saying, you know, like the the owner of the club said, "Please don't talk about the virus," and then he just. <laughs> goes on <laughs> and it's kind of funny and like, that, at this point is it is it is it unbelievable that like a club owner would ever try and tell norm mcdonald to do right anything? right that's yeah yeah it's yeah. unbelievable yeah and then um he facetime chevy chase the other day and recorded that conversation and he's just as weird and awkward in his youtube channel as you think he would be so it's it's funny <laughs> awesome all right cool well um you guys got anything else Mm-mm. that's it i just want to say thank you to everybody for the love and support and i said it in my latest vlog i think uh you know these times are obviously troubling for all of us but i think it's more important now than ever to interact talk to each other instagram share videos 
show each other what you're doing. Yeah. You know, that, that hustle and bustle that like daily to do list obviously has slowed down considerably for all of us. So, you know, I said this community is very strong and just this chat today just kind of proves that a lot of, a lot of good support here today. If you just look for the positive thing in there, I mean, there's not a lot of positive about the, the, the whole situation, but if you can take the time to learn that new skill that Jimmy was talking about, or just to expand on something and, and, or spend more time with your family or get to know somebody remotely through Skype or whatever, just you find the positive in there and you're just, you're just going to enjoy your life so much more. Yeah, I agree. There's, uh, there's, what else I mean, is there's, there? There's so much of this is out of our control, right? But like, there is a little bit that is in your control, how you react to stuff, how you spend your time. So, mm-hmm. word. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right. Well, it's good hanging out with you guys. Everybody who's watching, listening, chatting, thank you so much for hanging out with us it. today. Um, and uh, we'll do it again someday at some point, maybe. Bob, your dad is on. He's saying stay safe, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Hey, Dad. Oh, cool. That's oh. awesome. Right on. Love you, Lou.